0: This is cartoonist and illustrator Xander Cannon, and you're listening to Outside the Long Box. Holy crap! That's the most Mexican Arab guy I've ever seen. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan, Tim, Gabe, but not Doyle, who probably would have had something incredibly racist to say right here,
1: right after you said it,
0: Mexican. <laughs> oh. Oh. Mexican, Mexican. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> it's, it's a new Pokemon. Yeah, it's a new Pokemon.
2: Mexican, I choose you.
0: What would that sounds what, like a
1: slave drink. what
0: would what would Mexicans' Pikachu power be, or oh, Pokemon power be?
1: Shit,
0: mowing your grass. <laughs> a grass Making cutter. Tackle
2: cut is a Pokemon move. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was thinking like. Something along the lines of, like, mechanic, something like that. Gardener, Spray water at you? <laughs> Gardener, but I tattoo you on the side. <laughs> sorry. That's sorry. Uh, I we're, know. We're I know Mexican. those guys. Yeah. It's all right. We're, it's all right. <laughs> Line cook. Line cook, yeah. <laughs> Line cook with two social security numbers. Yeah. I used to know this dude that had two social security numbers, and he would work forty hours under one number and forty hours other than under the under number. Oh, yeah! So that he could get eighty hours, but they didn't have to pay him overtime. It was incredible. <laughs> Man, I miss the nineties. <laughs> not not, not really though. It was pretty awful too. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome to this episode of Thinking Outside the it was Long the Box. Best of times, it was <laughs> the worst the of times. times. It's <laughs> very true. The nineties. <laughs> Uh, I'm Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Juan. <laughs> and today we are going to be talking about The 13th Warrior. The 13th Warrior is
1: a 1999 American historical fiction action film <laughs> based on Michael Crichton's 76 novel, Eaters of the Dead, which is a loose adaptation of The Tale of Beowulf combined with Ahmed Ibn Fadlan's historical account. Of the Volga Vikings. It stars Antonio Banderas Ahmed Ibn Fadlan, as well as Diane Venora and Omar Sharif. It was directed by John McTiernan. Crichton directed some uncredited shoots.
0: I think it's Omar Sharif. I just know... Oh, yeah. Yeah, or Omar I just, Sharif. I just, that makes sense. I think I've heard it on the radio or something. Anyway. Omar Sharif.
1: Um, it. Was, it's weird because there's not... The budget it says anywhere from eighty five to one hundred and sixty million dollars, which is weird. Um, but either which way, it only made sixty one point seven million. So this, this movie was a flop.
0: This movie That's was a I flop in the theaters. Yeah, but this is one of those movies that didn't do great in the theaters, but on VHS, literally everyone I know owned a copy of it. I owned and owned VHS. we watched it all the time like i watched this movie a lot yeah dude it's um fucking
2: it's like an arabian dude with a fucking Faucian fighting alongside
0: vikings like this oh, movie's the yeah. shit like i think my favorite thing about it is that it's like an action movie that takes its place in history pretty seriously yeah. like by trying to be at least partially accurate to like what would have been happening in the times And I do love that it draws from, like, two, like, legitimate historical documents to make, like, one fictional account. Um, If you haven't read Eaters of the Dead, it's a super short novel. Like, I want to say it's, like, 210 pages or something like that. It's a really fast read, and it's really, really a fun read. Um, Watching this now... Like, as an adult, as opposed to, like, just a kid that was jazzed about crazy shit all the time. <laughs> like You're like, fuck yeah, this looks metal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, fucking Vikings, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, I can see what you're saying. That it is a little slower compared to the way action movies are shot now. But I think compared to a lot of other movies that were coming out at the time, this was really comparable like, it, it it moved a little slower because it was a little more dramatic than an action movie. But, I wouldn't say... But in general, I thought, I, I really like this movie. It's definitely slower than anything
2: <laughs> being made now. For sure. But I want to say that it's very deliberate. Because it it delivers on its beats. And it delivers like, a lot of... It's either going to give you, like, a solid bit of plot point to lure you in and be like, hmm, fuck yeah, that's pretty interesting, or fuck yeah that was funny as shit because a lot of the banter between antonio banderas and his big brother viking yeah like it gets fucking great and then towards the end of the movie you know the snowball
0: has gotten so big that you know you're getting all of these intense fight scenes and shit and you're also getting like the you know and you're i see my father before me that scene where they're like yeah. quoting the death poem and Dude, that's fucking so fucking metal. You're just like, hell yes, give me a sword. Like, (laughs) I don't know. That's how it makes me feel. Like, 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 that's up there with like your 300.
2: Like, you know,
0: Spartans. (laughs) What is your profession? Exactly. It's
2: one of those like man mode activated scenes where you're like, (laughs) all right.
1: (laughs) I I, (laughs) I felt disjointed watching the movie. I think that's really what my issue was with this. Is that I like the fighting. I like when he's like, you could have killed that dude this whole time. Why the fuck didn't you kill him? Like, he, when he's getting his ass kicked by the giant dude, that makes me laugh. It made me laugh. Like, it was cool while they were fighting. It has such high highs for me. And then it seems to, like, fucking take the valley like deep and we're talking about like deeper deeper things all of a sudden and it's it's hard for me to do this it does
0: movie it does kind of stand up on the break sometimes after action (laughs) and i think i think a big part of that is because of the them trying to cram the novel like because genuinely there are almost no beats in the novel that aren't in this movie like it's pretty close to right on top of each other just like as far as movies go you know and I think part of it is they were trying really hard to make sure they got everything into right. the movie so there's definitely re- there's jarring cuts where things go from like intense action to like soft <laughs> sad moment you know really suddenly but I think in general just the acting is really good the the like way it Antonio Banderas is incredible so I tried to justify it in my head. Okay? So maybe he's not Arabian, maybe he's Spanish Moor. They were Muslim and they would have spoken Spanish and written Arabic. Cuz he's speaking a lot of Greek in the beginning of the film though. And that would well that's just the language of education at the time. Well, I guess. like that was kind of like the universal language at the time. It was right. it was common like that was the thing that you could probably it's like english now you can probably find someone nearby that at yeah. least speaks fucking broken english pretty much except for if you're sitting in this room right now <laughs> <laughs> Como? <laughs> nice,"
1: <laughs> said the white guy. <laughs> like I'm I'm not anywhere near Green Knight, but 13th Warrior was a, it was it was hard. Because of those things, I I love Antonio Banderas. I you know a lot of things that he does get a pass for me. Pretty much just because it's him, him. Yeah. And so I'm not I'm not anywhere in the 30s on this movie. All but it Danny is. Trejo movies for me.
0: <laughs> it's, this that is man o- can do no wrong. This is
2: another very long movie. Yeah, very slow movie with sparse action. And it's well-acted. Like, every single person in this movie acts the shit out of their role, including the, like, stoic, like, Viking leader. Yeah. Who's, like, not about that bullshit at
0: any point in this fucking movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he's... But he it's because like he, he's trying to earn respect. Yeah, he is, like, the ultimate badass. Yeah. <laughs> in this well, fucking movie. Beowulf, dude. Yeah. Like, he literally... That's the... Uh, I think that's the other thing that I really appreciate about this movie. Sorry to interrupt. No, please. I, I want to talk more
2: about this film. We don't talk about movies we li- we like enough. <laughs> so and this movie I
0: fucking love. So one of the things that I really appreciate about this movie is that it has taken like literally the first like hero story maybe, like, not the first, the first, but, yeah. like, one of the very, like...
2: Beowulf is one of it's the It's a proto- very
0: early, early, like, hero yeah. story. Up there with, like, Achilles and Hercules and, <laughs> and like, know, Greek Epic gods of Gilgamesh general. and shit, like... Yeah, the Odyssey. Yeah. It's taken that story and modernized it at least enough that you get to, like, feel that story again. Like, the Vendel and, like, their mother, like are are such a cool way to like express how the fantasy creature of Grendel could be like a representation of like a realistic tribe of people. And we see stuff like that in fairy tales and in fantasy all the time, where one thing actually meant this other thing. And because the movie is so caught up in language and him learning, you know, him learning Norse and the, them learning about his culture and him learning about their culture and like how important communication is and then to show how over the centuries this communication that we received about Beowulf was actually this is like a really cool way to take a very old story and give it a very interesting updated take like I think that's probably one of the main attractions I have to this movie is it just is fucking like it's so cool the way it deals with language and how it deals with the subject matter. I
1: like the banter between the guys. It they makes are, me laugh. It, and so I like can this. I give that knife to my daughter when you're done with it? Yeah. <laughs> Your dog jumps. <laughs> Little
0: brother. <coughs> it's funny. He's, he's
2: like, I'm not a warrior. It's like,
1: you're about to be you're in about ten be. seconds. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, think,
1: I think that's what's missing from something like The Green Knight is there's just no – it's just so steady, slow, and it never changes. Yeah, right. Where this, is, this has me in some moments where I'm like, fuck, crazy shit's happening, and then they're really funny, and then, okay, I came down and something's really sad or they're talking about something really deep. But then I get those moments again, and it, re- it brings me back into the movie. Hmm. It's
0: cool. I I love this movie. This fucking movie's a shit. This is genuinely one of my favorite movies, and it has been for a really long time. I
2: was really nervous that I was not going to like this movie upon second viewing. Yeah. Because I remember watching this a bunch as a kid and loving it, but probably for, like, all the dumb reasons, like, a kid loves an action film. Yeah.
0: Severed arms. Yeah, severed
2: arms, like, guys bullshitting each other, like... Hyper-violence, Vikings, metal as fuck, you know And instead it's just a good movie <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. even now as an adult I'm like This is a very well-translated piece of literature
1: to film it's, a, it's got a 33% critic score, so the critics didn't like it It's got a 66% audience score See, fuck and I feel,
0: I feel that's like very real Because like This movie didn't do well in the theater, but like I said, in the video market, like after the fact, because this was like go to Blockbuster time. Oh, yeah. And this this thing was fucking a wall of them at Blockbuster, and it was always gone. Like, when it first came out. Like, I I remember I bought this movie because I could never find it to rent, you know? I figured, I'm going to watch it enough. I'll just
2: buy it. I own this movie, or I have owned this movie on every medium except LaserDisc and digital at this point. (laughs) Like, I've owned it on VHS. You have the Blu-ray of it. I've owned it it on DVD. I have it on Blu-ray at home. And I think I've probably, well, I rented it to watch it, and then I
0: watched it again Yeah, with we you. rented it to watch it. I should have just bought it. So but. I guess
2: digital now, yeah, but
0: yeah. not on laser
2: <laughs> not on Laserdisc or uh, HD-DVD. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> there is probably a copy of this on HD-DVD. I have been... I
1: forgot that was a thing. <laughs> Red cases. They were going with hand in hand with Blu-ray. Yeah, it was like it was like Beta versus VHS. Yeah, and then
2: Blu-ray won. Yeah, even though HD
1: DVD was
0: probably better. That's (laughs) usually how
1: that works. I don't even watch Blu-rays now either. So
0: I do. I have a lot of them. Too many. I buy I buy a lot of them because they're
1: things that I can't find streaming. So, so I'm not crazy about the movie, but it's not awful. I'm probably a 72. Oh, see, that's a way better score than I thought you You were going to say. You have an appreciation for the film. I do.
0: You don't love it. You don't hate it. No.
1: I love Antonio Banderas. I think for me, like,
0: this movie, it definitely, it loses a little bit. Like, I love Antonio Banderas, but I think he's a really weird casting. And I, I, I don't think, I think I had a hard time with it. When the movie came out too, 90,
1: like, 97 to two thousand must have been a big year for him because it, it is a it, weird it is a weird cast.
0: Antonio Banderas is probably the only reason this movie got made. Probably that's that's probably very true. You know, and if they would have hired an an Arabic guy to do it, it wouldn't have gotten made. Would, I don't yeah, think because fucking like you know. 90s was still super racist <laughs> but it was pre September 11th yeah. so they may have been able to get away with it but yeah I I think just because largely just because of that casting I I think I give this movie like an 89 cuz like I really really enjoy this movie I can see some of the like editing flaws and I have a really hard time understanding why you would cast a Mexican with a thick Hispanic accent as an Arabic dude. With a thick Hispanic accent.
2: For the same same reason they cast Sean Connery to play a Russian submarine captain. Exactly. The 90s was still super racist, man. Who gives a fuck, right? (laughs) Fuck those Ruskies. (laughs) Like, that was still like... Dive, dive, dive.
0: His Russian accent sounds remarkably Scottish. He's like, hey, comrade.
2: (laughs) That is a hard word to say with a Scottish accent. You wanna say it in Russian.
1: What'd you say? Eighty
2: what? Nine. Eighty nine. I wanna give this movie about an eighty. It's 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 just a solid film. You know, it's it's I don't love it, I don't hate it. It is one of my more preferred films, but it's not one I actively seek out. I own it on DVD or Blu-ray because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> and I'll probably watch it with the kids eventually again, but...
1: I don't know that I... W- Seth, this is one of those movies I don't know that I ever will watch it again. I I don't, I, it's not one of his best movies, I mean, in my opinion, but I, it just never comes to mind. I just, I feel like, because there aren't a
2: ton, there isn't a ton of great Viking shit out there. There's the there's a couple of, you know, recent TV shows that have done it really well. But aside from that, a lot of these kind of movies are really bad <laughs> because they're just so low budget. It's all, like, 80s, 90s trash, you know? Well, we gave a, a, a it... A lot of fantasy isn't good from those. A lot of fantasy just isn't good. <laughs> yeah, so, like, this is one of, like, the better ones. So, like, sooner or later, I'm going to want to watch something like this that isn't Lord of the Rings. <laughs> It definitely isn't Lady Hawk, sorry. <laughs> just Fucking Lady Hawk, holy
1: <laughs> shit. <coughs> we gave it an 80.33.
0: So, so where was, does that put it?
1: Um, that seems fair. One, two, three, four, fifth place. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's right under. Is it on the spreadsheet
2: that I'm looking at here? Yeah, I just
1: haven't rearranged it. It's okay. right under the Conjuring 3
2: so funny that Conjuring 2 and Conjuring 1 are not on this. <laughs> well, we didn't rate those. We only I mean, rated I know, Conjuring I know, 3. I know. It's just, <laughs> just goofy as shit looking right now when you look at it. <laughs> I guess eventually we got to figure out a way to put this live on the website somehow. That would
0: be neat. I can figure that out. That's not too hard. Uh, you want to take us out? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I thought we Dead were still talking space. about the score. I'm here. I'm here. You here? I'm here. You here? Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. I'm back. (laughs) Andy's back. No, seriously, though, on that note, be sure to check us out at TOTLB.com. That's where you can find all of our social medias. And you can head over to patreon.com slash TOTLB, which is where you can get cool stuff for your donation to our show, which keeps it awesome and. Yeah, doing stuff like the calendar, which is coming up really soon. I'm gonna go ahead and plug myself a little bit here. Okay, do that.
2: So so Tim Husky, Aggravated Art Aggravate at Aggravated Artist everywhere, A G R O V A T E D A R T I S T Blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. That sounded like very Um Colorado Springs Comic-Con is coming up and later this year Rhode Island Comic-Con. You can find me at those two cons this year. COVID still has me kind of sketched out, so
0: I'm only going <laughs> to test the winds on two shows. It's also got a lot of conventions sketched out, so uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: two shows, you know, and I'm got Free Comic Book Day coming out. I think we're recording this episode will be after that, I think. I don't know. Free Comic
0: Book Days next weekend? No, it probably won't. Well, maybe right before it then. Because you're pretty much right on top of them, right?
1: Well, not right now because we were a week late. Oh. Okay. Cause, um, I've crammed, i got to cram eight episodes into two and a half weeks or so.
0: Oh.
2: We'll figure it out. There'll be a ton of content coming up for everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if this comes out
2: before Free Comic Book Day, I'll be at Hall of Justice Comics and Collectibles in Parker, Colorado.
0: Yay!
2: Yay! Uh, let's see. Love you, John. Love you too. John John. So fucking sexy
0: (laughs) Let's see I was on Patreon Oh Oh, go to YouTube.com Slash thinking outside The long box And of course uh, If you enjoy Having sex with midgets Then you and Michael Kirk Have something in common But if you're alive You sure don't Be sure to give him a call On the Michael Kirk Memorial hotline 970-573-6148 Until next time I've been Gabe I'm Tib. I'm Juan Bye Uh, Bye. Bye. Harmonize.